SBS Fred Leone, you've uh, developed a career over two decades working across the Australian hip-hop scene, community cultural development, uh, education and youth sectors, uh, arts and cultural educator, youth worker and creative producer. And you're joining us on NITV Radio ahead of the upcoming Blacktivism event in Melbourne that will bring together a very powerful lineup of uh, First Nations song women and uh, songmen and uh, joining us to explore this event. First of all, thanks for taking the time to talk to us today on NITV Radio, and welcome to NITV Radio. Thanks for having me on board. Yeah. Now, Blacktivism is uh, a one-night special event. It's not about music and storytelling. It's music with a purpose. Yeah, it's music with a purpose, talking about the experience of Black Australia and also our neighbours over in uh, Micronesia. It's a culmination of years of work that Celine Briscoe, the artistic director, has been involved in within the music industry, within a you know current role within the community as a uh, indigenous label owner and uh, conscious artist, soul and sort of folk soul artist. So um, yeah, it's really big opportunity for the wider community to come and hear these voices that that are not often heard in this context, you know. The musicians that are coming together on that day, we've got you through Indy, Keith Dustman, yourself, you're a musician, but you're there in another capacity that night. Uh, tell us about yeah. uh, the curation of uh, these musicians. The curation of uh, the performers coming together was put together by uh, Delene Briscoe, who's yeah. the artistic director. They're all artists who, in their careers have spoken out about social justice issues, whether it be racism or um, genocide, uh, you know, um, the inequity of um, the social structure in general. I'm really excited to see uh, this year's version of Blacktivism, because I was involved in the first Blacktivism as the MC, and now to come back in the third year, um, yeah, it's really exciting. I can't wait. Yeah, and you yourself, you're a social justice campaigner. When I was introducing you, I forgot to put activist yourself because it's something that's uh, very close to your heart, very close to what you do on everyday basis as a community leader. You're also a spokesman of the community speaking out against uh, social injustices. Yeah, I, I've been you know, involved like my one of my cousins is um, Cameron Dumaji, uh, called him Murunyi after he passed up on Palm Island, and it sparked the Palm Island riots. So he was a, fa- you know, a family member through my grandfather, through my grandfather's side of the family, and then I uh, had a nephew die in custody in Brisbane in the Fortitude Valley in the police station with no answers given to why it happened or how it happened. So, you know, for me, it's always been about using music to tell the story of a darker side of Australia that people don't often see or the wider community don't often want to hear. And taking those stories and putting it in a way, uh, putting it into a style of music or, you know, different styles, just finding innovative ways to be able to tell those stories. Plus, at the same time, using my own language as a way of decolonising, you know, this process. Like even how I'm speaking to you now and how I'm thinking to you is in a colonised mindset because I'm speaking I'm speaking in a foreign tongue. I'm not speaking my gambaram jamang. I'm not speaking my grandmother's tongue. So to how to put 
these processes back in place where we start taking back what's ours, including language and our stories. And it's only been in the last five, six, ten years that uh, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander stories on a wider scope within the music industry across a whole number of genres has really pushed forward and and, uh, um, been more widely accepted uh, across um, into a mainstream and, and creating a mainstream platform, which is really exciting and, and really a sign of the times, I hope. It's going to be good to hear, you know, Delene's music, Bart Willoughby, Honey Lou Bennett, who has been a mainstay, you know, she was in Titters back in the day and um, still is now, uh, but also in the Black Arm Band, uh, Emma Donovan, Putbacks, Romaine, Dr. Romaine, Walt Morton, um, Selwyn Burns, Sorong Samurai, Sprig Mecca, Sprigger Mech, sorry, um, Tasma Keith. Yeah, so, and, and you know, of course, Yoti Yindi. No other better way to end the night, I, I feel. But um, yeah, it's going to be a really amazing, yeah. amazing performance. Yeah. And it really takes, I think, you know, we, you were talking about activism a little earlier too, and, and this is called blacktivism, but it really takes that message of, if no one's ever been to a rally on the street and seen how it folds out, you can come to this, and it's this, it's the whole feeling of a rally, a feeling of this fight for justice, but in in this beautiful form of self-expression, you know. Uh, yeah, it's really, really powerful. And the latest figures yeah. about uh, incarceration have been released actually today. It says uh, nationally... The crime rates have dropped, yet yep. the incarceration, First Nations incarceration, has more than doubled. Yeah. yeah. How, how can you explain that? Well, it's, it comes down to, it's, it's systematic racism, right? So if 60 to 70% of the population has never met an Aboriginal person, yet all they hear about is stereotypes that are, you know, uh, uh, hurled at them every day through media and um, through their friendship groups and just, you know, um, growing up in communities where people are talking to each other, other non-Indigenous people, but they're not talking to Indigenous people. So they're, they're hearing all these stereotypes. And then if you have this fear of the unknown and then you, say, join the police force, of course, your first thing to do when you join the police force and you get sent to an Aboriginal community is to fear, you know, have an irrational fear of what is unknown, which is the black experience. So they've only been told one thing, that people and people aren't looking for the beauty in our culture. They're just looking for the worst because that's what they fear and that's what they've grown up with. It's this boogeyman in the cupboard. And I feel as if, you know, we live in a society where colonisation started in 1788 and it never really has stopped for Aboriginal people, you know. For us to have an artistic outlet so that we don't go crazy is really important, you know. And it's important too because the message messages throughout the millennia, you know, you look back at the arts and history throughout the world and all the important social messages of those times were left in plays, were left in songs, were left in uh, 
a whole medium of different performing arts generation after generation. So if you look back at history and you want to find the, a, a, a true sort of representation of how one certain uh, part of society lived or is living or is what, what they're facing or what, you know, um, what they're going through, you look at the arts. The arts is always reflective of, of what's happening on the, on the ground to the people. It's grassroots. Yeah. And even when it's, even when it's a million dollar production, there's still messages in there, you know, there's still messages yeah. to be given and stories to be told. Yeah. You bring together historic legends like uh, the Black Amban who've been around for many years and uh, yeah. younger generations. It's different styles of expressing themselves. Some are a little bit milder, more subtle, others a little bit more, uh, I would say, uh, forceful in uh, the way they convey their message. Yeah, yeah, and I think that that just reflects people's personal taste, like artists' personal taste, but also it gives, I, I feel like it gives the audience, whether it's here or around the world, it gives them a bit more substance and depth of understanding around political activity within, or activist activity within communities, yeah, mm -hmm. when it comes to music. Yeah. And, um, and to, you know, people's socioeconomic um, backgrounds also in 2022, you could be indigenous and grow up fairly well off, you know what I mean? Like um, young people could potentially be well off these days. You know, it's not all, um, the voice is not coming from one certain demographic, it's coming from a wide suite of the demographic of this country in terms of indigenous people, from the very, you know, grassroots social justice angle to activism to just outright anger angry you know angry you can find angry music then you can find uh you know everything from yeah just from from the pits of despair all the way through to hope um and love so yeah it's a really colorful palette so they go from um mild to expressions of anger as well because uh some yeah. Of, yeah, yeah some of the lyrics you hear are very very powerful and you can hear this anger and really uh, very deep feelings being expressed this event in my view should not just be limited to first nations people the message should go out to the wider australian community because uh, yes the racism is uh, out there in the community so because first nations people know what's happening to them but the others don't know they, yes. they, what they, they, they are doing to First Nations people. So the message should go out there. Yes. Yeah, so, um, you know, thanks to Arts Centre Melbourne, the call-out will go out to a wide, varied audience. I think the last two events, I think it'll um, gain a lot of traction within the wider community to hear these stories these untold, sometimes untold stories, but also powerful artists, storytellers, song women, song men that have the ability to take you on a journey. So, yeah, I think um, people are in for a big, big, um, great night of music and um, some mind-blowing storytelling, you know, in different formats or different genres, I should say. And... Uh any further information or listeners should know how to uh, get more information about the event? 
Yeah, you can go to artscentermelbourne.com.au and go to and then search Blacktivism. That's B-L-A-K-T-I-V-I-S-M and go to book tickets and you can get your tickets now. But get in, you know, get in ASAP because uh, they're going fast. So, um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah hopefully they hope to see all of your beautiful faces there. Now, as usual, Fred Leone, before we part, Mike is yours. Any message you'd like to put out there or anything you'd like to add? Uh, I'd just like to say, um, hopefully, yeah, see a whole bunch of uh, smiling, beautiful faces there, ready for an awesome night of music, storytelling, and history telling as well, you know, and, and a bit of truth telling. So, um, yeah, get on down to Gabba uh, Music's Always Live and Arts in Melbourne presenting Blacktivism featuring Yoki Indy, 8th of December, Hamer Hall, 2022. Yeah, check it out. Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.